Hey folks, it's Jeff Fuzzy Wenzel from the Woodshed Agency. Today is April 24th, 2018, and you are listening to an episode of Gawker Backer. So I thought I'd tell you something about, um, something I think you might not know about, and that is that I keep a very extensive playlist over on Spotify. Um, if you go over to Woodshed Agency Office Playlist, uh, you can dive into uh, about two years worth of songs that I have found that have moved me or I, I've really enjoyed and I have been collecting them. And every Tuesday morning, I add three to five new songs uh, from the previous week that I think have uh, are, are really special. Uh, so like I said, go over to Spotify right now, search for Woodshed Agency Office Playlist and, uh, and be, become a subscriber. Uh, join us over there and every Tuesday, like I said, you're going to get some new tracks curated from yours truly, Jeff Fuzzy Wenzel. All right, are we ready to do some gawking, huh? Should we go check out some campaigns over on Kickstarter? I think so. So again, the reason we called this episode, uh, th- this podcast Gawker Back is the, the, the theory here is I am somebody who likes to go and back campaigns for sometimes a dollar, sometimes $20, or sometimes I want the product and I, you know, I, I want to actually own it. Um, this gives me an opportunity to see what's going on behind the scenes, see the emails, see the communications, and still be a part of these projects and these movements but not have to make a full-on commitment. So this is one of my ways of doing that. And I love sharing these campaigns. I love sharing the entrepreneur's story. So so let's go ahead and jump in. Let's do some gawking. Here we go. All right, the first campaign I have found is called Somewhere. And this is, uh, it's in the hardware category uh, over on Kickstarter. And it's a satellite hotspot um, that's global that allows you to always be connected and to bring your friends um, anywhere you want to go, right? Uh, so it's limitless communication built for adventure. Uh, so this is a project we love over on Kickstarter right now. They've got seven days to go, so they're in the last week of their campaign. They had a goal of $50,000, and they're currently sitting at 120580 with 409 backers. So it's a pretty unique product here. It allows you to kind of stay connected, right? So if you are somebody who's travel, uh, goes outdoors a lot or kind of gets into scenarios where um, you can't stay connected, this is a great opportunity to still be plugged in um, while you're out there in the wilderness. So. If you were somebody that would be into this, go check out Somewhere. Uh, it's S-O-M-E-W-E-A-R, Limitless Communication, Built for Adventure. All right, let's talk about an awesome campaign here, one that, that really, I think, uh, speaks a lot. <clears throat> so this one is called Final Straw. It's the first collapsible, reusable straw. So again, I am somebody who cannot stand straws, right? I, I, I don't think that they serve any purpose. Just drink out of the cup. And again, these are all getting thrown into our uh, our world, right? It's bad, it's bad for us. So so these people, Emma Cohen and Miles Pepper have come up with a great solution. Uh, so this is in the product design category. This is also a project we love from Kickstarter. And they've got 24 days to go. And here's what's awesome. They had a $12,500 goal and they're currently sitting at 510,000. $89 with over 10,000 backers. So people are obviously into this. So this is a classical straw. It looks like it goes almost on like your keychain, um, and it folds out and allows you to still use a straw if you're a, a, a huge straw user, but it allows you to wash this, keep it around and you don't have to throw it away. Um, you don't have to, you know, pollute the earth basically. So really, really great campaign. Emma and Miles, I give you guys a lot of credit for this. This is awesome. So go check out Final Straw right now and let's stop throwing away uh, straws and, and polluting our earth here. So go check it out right now.
All right, let's let's talk about one more campaign. Let's look at the Sealand Echo. Uh, so this is a uh, environmentally friendly design bag. It's durable and functional. It's got uh, and it's made out of 100% recycled and uh, materials. So this project is by Sealand Gear, and uh, it's a project we love over on Kickstarter. This one comes out of Cape Town, South Africa. Um, so you don't see a lot of campaigns from, from that area, but congrats to them for getting this up on Kickstarter. So they are struggling a little bit. They have 23 days to go. They've got 69 backers. So their goal in US dollars is just under $32,000. And right now they're sitting at $10,000. So they're not in a really bad scenario, but they definitely need a little boost. So hopefully if you guys are interested in checking out these bags, uh, you guys go jump on that right now. So. Um, yeah, so go check them out because again, another great product that is, you know, uh, helping the earth and and is being environmentally conscious. So go check out Sealand Echo now. All right, let's go see if we can't use the best feature about Anchor that I love. Let's go see if we can find a somebody to talk to about. Uh, entrepreneurship or what success is like or what it's like running a business because I think again if you are listening to this podcast that's probably what you're into so let's go talk uh, to somebody right now on Anchor let's go see who we can find here we go hey Sawyer how are you this is uh, Jeff Wenzel from Woodshed Agency how are you doing today man I'm doing good how are you I I'm doing all right so uh, so we are talking right now about this uh, the roadblock uh, which is fear for success so that's what we we're talking about a little bit so what made you kind of put this topic up on Anchor? Uh, well, I mean, I'm 19 years old. I go to Valencia College in Orlando, and I don't know. I, there were a ton of options that Anchor was giving me, and it was just kind of the most appealing topic. Cool. So, I mean, so with you being 19, what, what are kind of your thoughts right now? What are you looking towards uh, as like a goal for life? Are you trying to start your own business? Uh, tell me a little bit about yourself. So right now I I have dreams of being a DJ in like the EDM scene. Okay. I DJ in a lot of different events in New York with some of my buddies, but I'm going to school right now to figure out kind of what I want to do. Maybe something entrepreneurial. Okay. Okay. So I believe we just lost a, a well-known DJ just passed away not too long ago. What was his name again? Avicii. That's right. That just happened. That was a huge blow to the EDM world. I'm uh, I'm aware of. So. Yeah, I know it's kind of crazy that once someone dies, everyone starts to label him the legend. Yeah, I I, I gotta be honest. I I don't know anything about him, even though um, I am in the music business myself. Um, I'm just I'm just not in the DJ world, and that is a whole other subculture uh, of it. And uh, you know. My age will probably speak out a little bit on that, but I'm just, I wasn't familiar with his work. So I don't know if he's a, ge a genius or not. So, yeah, I'm <laughs> sure you've heard some of his songs before on the radio or something. Uh, oh, pro probably. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Radio more, more like Spotify. I don't know. You know, unless something pops up yeah. in my, uh, in a playlist somewhere. I'm not sure on that. So, exactly. um, so, so what is, you know, kind of, if, if you're thinking about a career in music, you know, are, what are the fears that are kind of either holding you back from jumping all the way in or, or are you jumping all the way in? Kind of um, That's talk a to me a little about that. I mean, honestly, I kind of know what I have to do. If I really wanted to take it to that next step, I would just have to, you know, go to the local bars and the nightclubs and refine them and go in. And I don't know what's holding me back. It's like, I don't know. 
I do a lot of like I buy online courses and I listen to tons of podcasts like Ty Lopez's podcast, Gary Vee's podcast, mm-hmm. and I don't know. I just kind of feel like I'm learning. I'm learning a lot, living on my own, right after high school, and yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, I can give you some absolute real world. Um thought pattern on this as somebody who when I was 19 I actually uh, opened my first recording studio um, I got a seven bedroom farmhouse and uh, dropped out of school and put everything I had into that studio uh, from there I actually uh, created a band that did very well we had songs uh, placed in tons of movies and commercials we did some touring we our music's up on Spotify now you know this is this is back in the MySpace friends wow. days you know um, after that, I closed up that band when my singers quit on me while we were out on the road touring. I had a, a bunch of different singers. Um, and then I had actually ended up opening another studio, uh, which ended up being a franchise model where I had a studio in Detroit, Chicago, Chapel Hill, and I was building my fourth one in Louisville. And I was recording hundreds of bands from around the world. Um, wow. And I did that for about 10 years. And then I got spit out from that into still doing live sound for mega churches. So... Uh, in my area, I'm kind of a little bit of a commodity because I have a I have a niche, right? I can I can go into any sort of large arena and do a live mix for worship music, which you know it's a specialty. But I got spit out into that world, and that's still what I do even on the weekends right wow. now as I run a uh, crowdfunding agency. So uh, I have I jumped as far into the deep end as you can get when it comes to music. Um, and I'll tell you the biggest the biggest challenge, just to give you a heads up, it's it's when the family starts to come in. Um, you know, I, when I had the multiple studios, uh, I was traveling a lot and I just had my son. And, it, you know, you have heard the stories many, many times, probably. But those two things do not do not mix, uh, wow. mix very well. Um, so, uh, yeah. So there's some uh, there's yeah, some that's background deep. for you. On me. I like that. I mean, that's incredible. I, who knew I was going to be talking to someone like you and qualified on the. <laughs> On my phone right now. The, uh... I know that's that. Well, that's what uh, I, I'm. I this this social media is, is and Gary Vee has talked about. Here is the hottest new one because um, if you listen to my last three episodes since this new feature came out, man, I talked to a great person in India the other day. I talked to another person in Slovakia. You and I are talking. I didn't have the plan today, you know. Like yeah, this is incredible. So yeah, it really is. Um, so it's a it's a really cool thing, and it allows us to connect on stations you know um which is what everybody's truly going after with comments and threads like that so uh but yeah so uh, you know when it comes to music man you know there it's it's there's no real education i feel like for it you, you kind of have to unfortunately you know run your head into the wall a lot um you know uh it, there's a persistence that has to be in your dna in terms of like you know just i mean you have to basically have this lack of vulnerability of just being able to throw yourself out exactly. there um yeah and, and, you know and as somebody who was like a songwriter um that that was like my specialty was is, i mean I, i'm a songwriter i wrote hundreds and hundreds of songs yeah that's a out in the world to, to have somebody tell you well, well and, and then having people say that song sucks and yet that song might have been about, you know, I don't know, some girl that dumped you or whatever it might be, some heartbreaker, you know, and that song might be the world to you. And to be able to have that sort of armor around you yeah. to protect yourself, it really helps when you get down the road in, in terms of entrepreneurship, in terms of like, 
uh, you know, understanding that you have to put yourself out yeah, there. Yeah, that's right? the biggest like, thing for me. It's like, I kind of feel like I've done like entrepreneurial things in the past, like within competitions in high school and kind of just starting. You know, I feel like music is almost a business in its own way. Like when you're get, booking your own gigs and stuff and, you know, make websites and selling yourself. But it's kind of the yep. entrepreneurial mindset. I don't know whether I want to go full board on, like, I want to commit to something, man. It's kind of, I don't know. Yeah, it, it's tough, man. Um, you know, and, and I'll tell you, it's called music business, but it really should be called business music because it is all business. If you cannot sell or market yourself, or when we talk, the biggest things is when I've produced tons and tons of artists is the fear is what holds them all back to where, you know, like, oh, you know, I know that song's really good, but I just don't know if I want to really, like, really correctly. Or I don't really want to go out and tour and, and play the song everywhere. Or some people will tell me, like, well, would David Bowie do that? Or would Nine Inch Nails do that? Or whatever it might be. Like, they'll give me some, like, scenario yeah. major label. And it's like, that's not who you are, so don't worry about them. You know, what worked in 1970 for marketing music and what works today are completely different. So exactly, if you're not willing to really, you know, be vulnerable and put yourself out there, then unfortunately, nobody's going to want to hear your song. Nobody's going to want to connect to it or, you know, it's just, it's just what yeah. it is. And it so. actually brings me back to, I feel like the biggest roadblock for me and my success in music to bring it back to like what we were talking about is mm -hmm. learning the Ableton software, like, for the last like year, I've been like trying to you know wrap my head around it, and I'm finally making beats and like you know can mix yeah. stuff up. But it, Ableton's challenging. I mean, like, do you think I'm supposed to? When you were recording for other artists, were you having like a, a ton of fun with it when you were learning? You know what I'm saying in the learning process. You know, I guess I never approached it as fun I, I try to always throw myself into the deep end and just see, either sink or swim right so um and i'll give you an example of this so back in around you're looking at about 1999 when the first pro tools came out it was called the double digi 001 and it's the pro tools that that came out to the mid market where anybody could afford okay. it right and you know Prior to that, I grew up in my, you know, in my garage recording bands with, uh, you know, old reel the reels or a Mackie mixer, just, you know, you're talking about like 1990s type yeah. equipment, right? Like, you know, but when, but when Pro Tools came out to the ability that I could afford it and I spent like $10,000 on a Mac G3 and a 001, you know, interface, yeah, right? Incredible. So, yeah, incredible. Just dating myself a little bit. But at that point, I had no idea in work and all i did was i literally started recording bands out of toledo ohio like death metal bands which i'm not into but i started recording them for free wow and you know i went into it was just like whatever you know and eventually after like you know six months nine months a year you start learning all your new you know you start finding your nuances you start finding the quirks you find you know exactly and you start becoming like your own person with that equipment so like I'll, I'll give you another example for Ableton. I am awful with Ableton. Um, I it just didn't as a platform, so I switched over to Reason, um, or I, I use Digital Performer. I use um, Logic. I use um, you know even GarageBand for some stuff I've used that just it worked really yeah, well. Yeah, maybe I should right? try um, a different DAW. Yeah, and that's and that's some of it too. Now Ableton is sweet. Um, we use Ableton still in like the live church stuff. 
software stuff. Um, but again, if, if a tool's not working, it's just a tool, right? It's get a different hammer, basically. Yeah, um, so true. Holy you know, shit. Yeah, because there's so many out there. So it, it's, um, but I think the important thing is like within tools, you still have to find your works and your nuance of how you do it. So there's another great, great tool out there. Look for the Lin, L-I-N-N drum machine. So this was a big, huge 80s drum machine that everybody used, right? And it was state of the art in like 19, you know, 83 or whatever, right? Yeah. But the reason that drum machine was so great was it actually was kind of broken. It like, so it didn't keep time very well. So it actually felt like a ah, real gave drummer. It more, like a more humanistic <laughs> sound. Exactly. So like, if you just, if you, if you, you know, gauge that thing on today's standards of like, no, it needs to be perfect. It's not as good of a product as this one that was like, it felt like a human being. It had a really unique shuffle feature. It was just, a very unique drum machine that again you have literally heard millions of songs recorded with a lin drum machine wow. right and 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 that's why i go back to it's like even with ableton or digital performer pro tools whatever it is it's finding the nuances inside of that where you find yourself while you're working with the tool the tool doesn't define you you define the tool yeah basically. that's very true yeah well cool wow well sawyer I, this, this usually wraps up quickly here on anchor so i want to make sure we tie it off so where can people kind of learn more about you let's 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 how can people find you connect with you uh guide people into your world awesome so yeah i have so all social medias i'm big on twitter you can follow me it's s-a-w-w-y-e-r-r -R. it's not as simple as i'd like it to be but <laughs> you can also nothing is you can also find me on instagram so feral like tom sawyer and then feral F-A-R-R-E-L-L. -L. Uh, the username is S-A-W-Y-E-R-R-R. -R -R. So, yeah. Cool. Check us out. And then my music page is Infinite Knowledge Productions. You'll find that link through any of my social media accounts. But if you want to go right to that, it's Infinite Knowledge, but K-N-W-L-G-E. That's awesome. Great, great. Yeah, well, sorry. I'm glad we could connect, man. And uh, let's stay in touch. Let's... uh. Yeah, yes, sounds great, man. I'll is is it Jeff Fuzzy Wessel? That's where I can look you up. Yeah, you can find me there. Yeah, you can find me there. You can also go to woodshed.agency is my website. Um, or you can subscribe to Gawker Backer, which is uh this podcast here that I put out every Tuesday and Thursday. Sweet, man. Thank you very much. Cool, buddy. I'll talk to you later, man. Have a good one. All right, how about that conversation with Sawyer, man? Ah, uh, to be back and be 19 and, and, you know, the whole world ahead of you. I hope I could give him some some uh, open and honest advice because at one point I was 19, sitting with a studio, sitting with some gear around me, uh, trying to take over the world in music, man. So I, I wish him a lot of luck. Uh, it's no easy task. There's no doubt about that. Um, and hopefully he figures out that Ableton because I still have never figured it out and I've spent many years on it and I still don't know what I'm doing with it. So, um, well, I, I want to appreciate everybody for tuning into Gawker Backer again, every Tuesday and Thursday, we're, we are going to, uh, put together these episodes and, and talk to people around the world about entrepreneurship and, and, uh, Kickstarter campaigns and, and what's going on here at my agency. So yeah, 
it's great, man. So if you guys want more information, go to woodshed.agency. That's my website. Um, and make sure you go to the blog section, subscribe to that. Uh, sign up for a pop-up. You can see, you can actually chat with me in Messenger uh, for a lot of them. And uh, I've got a lot of great tips and techniques out there. If you want to dive into full episodes, go to iTunes and subscribe to my other podcast called Successfully Funded. There I talk to project creators while they're in the middle of a campaign so that you are getting the most up-to-date information uh, about what's going on inside of crowdfunding. So go subscribe to that as well. And while you're there, subscribe to Gawkerback so that you get new notifications when there is a new episode up. And last but not least, if you need a little bit more Jeff Wenzel, right? You're like, boy, I just subscribed to all that, but I want more. You can also subscribe to the Standcast, which I am a regular on. Uh, and that is for uh, a conversations around men who give a damn. Uh, really great stuff. And go check out Stan Magazine right now. Uh, become a, a subscriber to that as well. So, all right. I hope you guys are all having a great day. And uh, I'm going to finish up with a little bit of music. Uh, what should we listen to today? Hmm. Why don't we go ahead and play the song Take a Break? Yeah, that's from the Sugar People old song. So go check out that on Spotify now. And I will talk to you all on Thursday. Have a good one.